What up, y'all? It's Friday back here on Bullpen BS on this NFL Championship Sunday, Conference Championship Sunday. So, um, hey, before we, we get into this week's, um, or I guess this episode's um, topic, I wanted to say just a real quick thank you uh, to, to to everybody that reached out after the second episode, it was it was awesome to hear from everybody. And some some people that I hadn't heard from in in a long time, um, just just saying how much they enjoyed it. Um, you know, some some of their feedback and some of their their thoughts and opinions on stuff. It was awesome. Uh, it's exactly what I've been hunting for uh, to since I've got this this idea rolling. Um, and so it was it was great to hear from everybody um we just got to keep that train moving now you know i i, I would love f- for us to be able to reach a, a wide range of listeners the big of audiences we can reach um because i think that that's that's when this stuff really starts to get fun when when uh when all kinds of, of opinions start piling in and um you know, topics, new topics start piling in. Uh, it just it just keeps this thing rolling and and um, allows us that outlet uh, that we're all so passionate about. And so um, I'm having a blast doing it. You know, I I, I had a brief conversation with my um, my old head coach at my, at uh, at Cali County the other day and. Uh, he just reached out, said how much he's loving it, and and he's starting to do some stuff on it, you know, of, of his own. Uh, it was just awesome to 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 chat with him for a little bit, and um, you know, to, just to uh, catch up, and and again, just just start to share with the the stuff that we're passionate about. But you know, him and I are kind of on the same wavelength. We may not be very good at what we do, but we love doing it. Right. And so um, this is, uh, you know, it. that's what this should be about anyway. And so we're loving it. Uh, this is great. I, I just ask that you guys continue to reach out, continue to 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 get on those platforms. Um, and and um, and hopefully this thing starts to branch out um, to, to, to as big of audience as we can reach as many years as we can reach. Okay, today uh, we're going to discuss and try to peel back as many layers of this onion called name, image, and likeness in college sports. Uh, NIL, uh, for, for, for those that aren't um, familiar, I know that uh, Jen, my wife, asked me what I was going to do the podcast on today, and I said, I'm, I'm going to do it on name, image, and likeness. She said, well, what's that? I said, well, it's, you know, you've heard of NIL? She said, yeah. I said, name, image, and likeness. And she said, oh, I didn't know what that was. I never knew what that stood for. Um, and so, um, but there's a ton of layers to this thing. And uh, let me start by saying this. I think... Um, I, I've been a huge advocate for college athletes to be paid for a long time. Uh, when, whenever I was in college, there was a the, the biggest argument, I think, for all of it, or the, certainly the biggest argument that I always heard uh, was, 
we they're getting a full scholarship out of the deal. That should be compensation enough. And I always laughed at that right? because, you know, as a college athlete, your full-time job is the sport that you're committed to. You know, I mean, th- those those guys are, their day is planned f- from the time that they get up to the time they go to bed at night, M- Monday through Friday, and, and sometimes even on the weekends. Um, and, and I, you know, the whole scholarship thing, the, the, there's a lot of kids on, on every college campus in America that's on scholarship. The, the, the thing is, is that if you're a general student on scholarship, you still have the ability to go and get a job if you want a job, to, to work a part-time job or even, you know, sometimes a, a full-time job. You know, when I was finishing up my degree um, or my bachelor's degree, uh, you know, I was working 40 hours a week and going to 18 to even one semester, 21 hours uh, of school. Um, and so, you know, the ability for a college athlete to be able to pull something like like that off is is – is nil they can't um and and so you know never mind for a minute the the money that's pouring into especially big time college athletics right the power five conferences college football college basketball in particular uh there's all kinds of money pouring into that stuff um we're just talking about can, can we get s- some money to go out on a date on, on Saturday if we want to go to a movie on Saturday if we want to. You know, when I was at Cali County in Ark City, you know, there was um, a handful of weekends where, you know, I'm, I might have been able to s- sneak away to to go up to Lawrence to to watch a, a, a Jayhawk basketball game at Allen Fieldhouse. Um, there, there's no money for, for, for those athletes to be able to do that before NIL. And so, you know, the, 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 the whole, the scholarship that they're on should be enough compensation is ludicrous. Especially when you're talking about the amount of money that rolls in to the NCAA between TV deals, you know, the, the amount of money that these coaches are being paid, um, you know, it, it's it was past due time when when they finally got some of this legislation rolled out uh, for for name, image, and likeness. Um, you know, I think that um, when that legislation was rolled out, I do believe that it was done too quickly. It was rushed in. There weren't enough barriers in place. There weren't enough regulations in place. And I think that it, it what it turned into rather quickly was, um, oh, no, what have we done? Uh, and, um, you know, at, really at the same time, you know, I mean, it, it really was the perfect storm. Okay, when 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 it was introduced, you, you, you had the 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 pandemic um, going on. You know, the the transfer portal became, you know had new rules of you know you don't have to sit out a year. 
Um, and then they rolled out name, image, and likeness. And it, it kind of all coincided with each other at the same time. And it, it, it truly was um, the perfect storm. You know, the, the, the transfer portal got out of control really quickly. Um, and, and it's got its own set of problems, right? I mean, we can... Uh, you hear arguments all the time about, man, I hate the transfer portal because it's, you know, nobody's being held to, to any kind of, uh, of standard. It's a, it's a, it's a free for all. And, and you can have kids playing at five different schools in five years and, and um, with really no type of consequences attached to it. And, we'll we'll get into you know a little bit more of the transfer portal here in just a little bit but you know what i think that that you know the the whole perfect storm with the with the pandemic the the portal and and name image and lightning you there's really no going back now right you you can't really um start to rein that back in because i think it's gotten to a place to where it's too far gone uh uh, certainly, unless, of course, there's new legislation um, that's passed that's saying, OK, here's how we're going to have to do this, because the, at the rate that we're going, this is this isn't going to work. Um, when that happened, when that perfect storm happened and all this stuff kind of got rolled out, I think one of the unintended consequences was that year's high school recruiting class. Okay, I was still um, involved in um, select baseball here in the DFW Metroplex at the time, and we had some seniors uh, that that were, um, uh, you know, certainly about to graduate and 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 trying to play college baseball, and they were finding out really really fast that. Um, because of the COVID year, because of the, the, the year that all college athletes were granted basically a free year. So, so 2020 in, in essentially didn't count for any college athletes. Um, they were granted an automatic free year. And so what that did was there was a lot of kids, a lot of athletes that, aren't going to go play professional sports. And so, you know, some of them were old enough to, to go and have a, a free year of, of masters paid for. Some of them were, you know, using it as a year to, to boost their draft stock. Some of them were using it as a, a free year to just be in college athletics again. Right. And, 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 and so I don't think it was intentional couldn't have been intentional, but, but the Bible, you know, it was, it, it really hurt that, that high school year, that, that graduating class. And I think what that ended up forcing a lot of those kids to do is take offers from schools that they really didn't want to be a part of. And, but it was their, really their only way in, if you will. 
and you really can't blame those kids because that that's that is their way in, right? And and they knew that the 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 transfer portal had new rules, and if if it was if they landed in a spot that didn't work for them, no biggie. We'll we'll put our name in the portal and off we go, uh, trying to find a new place. And, and so it it essentially caused a logjam for athletes in almost every sport. Um, you, you had kids that were using their COVID year. And so now we've got 60 year, what they called super seniors. Um, they used a red shirt year. They played four years and then they got their COVID year. Um, you know, Jayhawk fans will always remember Mitch Lightfoot for that. Um, yeah, I mean, everybody loved Mitch because he was a he was a spark plug for for um, that Jayhawk bench, and and uh, some would argue that was the spark plug that led him to a national title in in 2022. Um, but he was a super senior, you know. He used that that sixth year, that COVID year, and you know, I think that uh, it, that log jam that that creates. You know, I'll use college baseball for an example. You, know, you had a lot of kids that were going to a junior college out of out of high school, um, waiting for the COVID guy, the COVID years, the people, the 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 guys that use COVID years to to leave, and now they can transfer in and kind of take their spots. Um, but what that led to was those junior colleges going, Oh no, what, what do we do to replace the 17 kids that just transferred out that are headed to D ones now that were waiting on those COVID guys to, to, to get out those COVID year guys to get out. So now they're getting transfers from division ones where guys are, 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 realizing at the at their respective division one school that man there's 16 junior college kids transferring in i'm not going to play and so if they're a freshman they just transfer to a a junior college and try to build and build stock and boost their boost their name while all that's going on you've still got a high school class of seniors going where am i gonna go if all that stuff's going on up there at the college level where is there going to be room for me? Right? And so that log jam was a, was a huge unintentional consequence um, to this perfect storm of the pandemic, the portal and name image and likeness. I personally believe that coaches really have been the ones that have had to adapt the most, um, you know, not only in a recruiting perspective, Right where where you've got to you've got to start to get kind of creative with uh, how you're building your roster year in and year out. Um, gone are the days of having to really bring in a good high school recruiting class, especially in college football. Um, I mean, it, it's it's really gotten to a place to where you know. Um, some programs are, are only signing just a handful of high school kids a year because they know that they're just going to go out and hit the portal 
and get some guys that are, you know, 20, 21 years old already, got college experience underneath their belt. Um, most have played at a high level in college football. Um, there, there's, and you really can't blame the coach. I mean, if, who would you rather have the, the, the 18 year old kid that's fresh out that, that, um, doesn't even, you know, hasn't even thought about the man muscles yet. Right. Or, or do you want that 21 year old, um, red shirt junior that's already graduated from his previous school. That's looking to get one or two more years, um, of, of college football before he's ready to either head off into his professional career or professional sports, the NFL. Um, I I think that anybody in their right mind is going to pick the, the guy that's ready to help them right now, instead of ready to help them maybe in a, in a couple years. And, um, you know, that whole trying to, I mean, look at Kansas basketball team last year. I mean, what was it? Three or four guys stayed. I think four, when McCuller decided to, to come back, he made four uh, off of the roster. So it was, it was basically a brand new roster um, for Bill Self and the Jayhawks. And um, I, I think that, you know, the, Bill Self has done a really, really good job of adapting um, personality-wise. You know, I think that that's also been a big-time deal. I think that 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 guys have realized, coaches have realized that that they can't be the hard ass that they used to be, um, because you're you're not going to be able to hang on to a kid that that. Um, you know, if you if if you ride his ass a couple of weeks and in, in during the season, and and maybe he doesn't play as much or whatever, uh, no biggie. I'm out of here then. You know, and and I think that that there was a a lot of of players on last year's Jayhawks team that that probably left be, because of it. You know, I I think that N.J. Rice, who was a, a McDonald's All American coming out of high school. I thought that that you know going into the year he he might have a chance to lead um, the team in scoring and he just never adapted. I think that you know with Bill Self's ideas of defense and um, you know I, I I just think that Rice never quite adapted um, to what Bill Self wanted him to be as a contributor to that roster um, and didn't play as much as he, as he probably wanted to, or probably thought he needed to be playing. And where's he at now? NC state, right? He, he left uh, and, um, you know, a number of those guys Ernest Duday left and, um, you know, Grady Dick, he went to the, to the NBA, but, you know, there was a lot of guys that, that, that just, decided you know this I guess this isn't for me I don't want to be a part of a bit of a big time program when I can go and and be an immediate impact player oh by the way here comes that name image and likeness money right? and we haven't even we haven't even peeled that that layer back yet um, but but I do think that that's that's been you know coaches have had to to adapt the most and if I'm being honest, you know, th- that's a big reason why I, I don't coach anymore either. You know, I coached college baseball for five years before moving down here um, to the Metroplex to coach select baseball. And, you know, m- my coaching, I guess, style, if you will, um, 
I, I couldn't get to a place to where I could adapt um, to, to tone down how passionate I was. Um, I couldn't get to a place to where, you know, I was, I often found myself being the most competitive person in every dugout that I was in. And that was a bad thing because I couldn't get on the field. Um, and, uh, that, that really led to, you know, me probably being a little bit harder on my athletes than, um, than, than I should have been, or, or maybe not that I should have been because I'm a true believer and that's, um, that's how I, you know, my generation of players, that's how we were motivated, you know, um, you know, we were, I, I don't want to get into how, you know, who's, who's tough and who's soft. Cause I think every generation says that. Right. But, um, but at any rate, you know, I think that the, the, these coaches, um, they've adapted the most. I think Bill self, you know, he said it himself. He's like, I, after last year's health scare at the end of, you know, when he missed the big 12 tournament, and the NCAA tournament, he's like, I had to tone it down, but, I, but I had to tone, tone it down, not only for my health, but for, um, you know, how, how today's, um, environment is, you know, he, he had to, he had to kind of, um, you don't see Bill self get, get red faced much on the sideline anymore, or certainly as much as he used to. Right. And so there was that, that, that part, maybe that unintended consequence as well. Um, and I've had this, this conversation with with my brother you know and i go back and forth on on a lot of these topics um before they even make it to this podcast but but you know something that that he has mentioned and i agree with uh is that some fans would probably argue that it's it's tough to be a a fan of of your favorite college uh team these days um because you're having to learn a brand new roster Every year, you know, you don't have the, those guys that you used to be able to cheer for, for three or four years. Um, you know, some would argue, you know, I, I spend most of non-conference season learning names and learning guys only to find out that uh, I'm probably only going to cheer for them for another couple, two, three months. Um, and I'm going to have to spend next conference non-conference season learning a new batch of names learning a new batch of players uh, i think that that's the you know that's what's been so exciting for us as jayhawk fans in in, in for for the football team and, and what lance leipold has been able to do there right he he's he, he's been able to to bring back a roster two years in a row now um you know to be able to retain the roster, especially on offense, you know, when he's bringing back um, Jalen Daniels and Devin Neal and Luke Grimm and Lawrence Arnold and Quentin Skinner and, um, you know, Jared Casey, you know, guys that that um, could probably be – not probably, could be stars at some big, big-time college football programs and make some big big time money in the nil i mean let's be honest mass street collective who's who's the university of kansas's um 
NIL um, association or, or, or um, you know, that it's their, it's their collective um, where, you know, you can make donations to, to, to mass street uh, collective and, and as a, you know, as a corporate sponsor or, or just as a booster and, and, and obviously the, the, it's tied into the school as their main um, operative of, of name, image, and likeness stuff. But but Mass Street Collective can't be paying that much to college to to, to Kansas as college football players. Uh, um, I may be way off on that, um, but but I've got to believe that you know as much as Lance Leipold has turned that program around, and he has. I mean to 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 take a team that uh, it was a, it maybe winning two games a year. A lot, there was two years there where they didn't win a single game. And now they're nine and four back-to-back bowl games. He's really done a, a fantastic job, but, but let's not, let's call spades spades and understand that in Lawrence, College basketball will always reign. It will always be king. And so, as awesome as Jalen Daniels and Devin Neal are, you you better get in line behind Hunter Dickinson and Kevin McCuller and uh, you know those types of uh, of guys because they're going to have their hand out and they're going to get their hand uh, full before yours is. And so. You know, I, I think that, that uh, you know, that name, image, and likeness money has really changed the landscape of college sports. It's, you know, we mentioned NFL championship, conference championship Sundays today. Brock Purdy, quarterback of San Francisco 49ers. It was mentioned here a week or two ago there were 14 college football players that made more money than Brock Purdy did this year. I think Brock's salary was like 780000 or something like that. 14 college football players made more money than he did this year. You know, it was, it, they were making a big deal about, um, you know, when Marvin Harrison Jr. of Ohio State was – teetering back and forth on whether he wanted to enter the the NFL draft or not. There were rumors that, that he already had offers of NIL stuff there at Ohio state to keep him there for another year that, that would pay him more than his rookie salary, rookie contract. That's absurd. It's absurd kind of money. And, 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 and not to, to bang on Ohio state, but you know, it's been out in, 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 rumor mill as well that they've already paid 13 million dollars in nil money for next year's recruiting class you know they, they picked up judkins out of Ole miss and um you know the, the quarterback out of kansas state um i mean howard i guess is it will howard um i mean but good for those kids good for them because that's been a long time coming and I think that they probably need to, it, just like every other sport, you know, 
should be super appreciative of the groundwork that's been laid from the from the generations prior to them. You know, th- this has been fought for for a long time, and and this this group of of today's athletes are just reaping the benefits. Um, you know, I mean, it can be said in in Major League Baseball, you know, how the 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 salaries have just continued to grow um, because of what prior generations have been able to put together in collective bargaining agreements as they've moved forward. Um, and and so, you know, good for those kids. And um, but it, uh, again, it's been a long time coming. You know, you, you look at just just what Jimbo Fisher's buyout was at A&M. Uh, going to get paid whatever it was, $8 million a year for 10 years to not coach. You can sign me up for, for that all the time. Um, so, you know, I, I think that, that opinions vary on this subject a lot. And you could probably spend an entire day just going back and forth about what it means to be a college athlete, right? The, because there's there's some some people that, that like to argue that they just want to keep um, the boundary between college and, and professional sports. They love the idea of, you know, kids not having to, you know, they're, they're working their way up, right? They're... Um, the innocence of of college athletics, um, but before they go and get their their big payday, um, but I can remember a time when you know the they used to have EA Sports used to have you know NCAA football uh, uh, on the PlayStation, and if you were going to play as the University of Florida, y- your quarterback was. Um, number 15 and he was left-handed and could really run and, um, you know, just, uh, you know, all of his attributes were, were through the roof. Everybody knew that that was Tim Tebow, but they couldn't call him Tim Tebow because then you'd have to pay Tim Tebow. And so it was, you know, that, that part of it was always kind of, kind of silly to me because it's like everybody knows what you're doing here we're, we're using the likeness of tim tebow or we're everything about who he is in real life we've made him we've turned him into this character on this video game but we can't call him tim tebow he's just number 15 for the university of florida um and so uh you know there's also rumors that those those video games are coming back with now they'll have their names on it. Uh, I don't obviously play video games anymore, but for those kids that that are getting into it, I'm happy for them too because now they can play as their favorite college athlete. Um, so at any rate, guys, look, I I I know that this is a wide ranging topic, and we 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 just hit the highlights of it. Um, I'd love to hear your opinions on this. Reach out to the to the email address attached to the podcast, bullpenbsfrydaddy at gmail.com, B-U-L-L-P-E-N-B-S-F-R-Y-D-A-D-D-Y at gmail.com. Reach out, 
Let's get some of those opinions. I would love to be able to just do the next episode scouring over everybody's opinions from this episode um, because I think that it it is that wide-ranging. It is that um, that maybe controversial topic um, that we could have a lot of discussion on. Um, so, so thank you guys for tuning in. Go to your favorite pod, uh, to your favorite platform to listen to this podcast, whether it's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Rate it, review it. Let's move this thing up the charts so we can reach more ears, you know, and a bigger audience. Guys, thanks for tuning in. Uh, questions, comments, opinions, um, new topics. Reach out bullpenbsfrydaddy at gmail.com. Until next time, guys, thanks for tuning in. We will uh, we'll catch you on the next one.